0: evening prayer begins on page 21. Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. righteous and sober light, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 96 begins on page 459, and then we'll move to Psalm 98 that begins on page 461. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the whole earth.
1: Sing unto the Lord and praise his name. Telling of his salvation from day to day.
0: Declare his honor unto the heathen, and his wonders unto all peoples.
1: For the Lord is great, and cannot worthily be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods.
0: As for all the gods of the heathen, they are but idols, but it is the Lord that made the heavens.
1: Glory and worship are before him, power and honor are in his sanctuary.
0: Ascribe unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Ascribe unto the Lord worship and power.
1: Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name. Bring presents and come into his courts.
0: O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him.
1: Tell it out among the heathen that the Lord is king, and that it is he who hath made the round world so fast that it cannot be moved and how that he shall judge the peoples righteously.
0: Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea make a noise and all that therein is.
1: Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord.
0: For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth.
1: Psalm 98 O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things.
0: With his own right hand and with his holy arm he hath gotten himself the victory.
1: The Lord declared his salvation, his righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen.
0: He hath remembered his mercy and truth toward the house of Israel, and all the ends of the world have seen the salvation of our God.
1: Show yourselves joyful unto the Lord, all ye lands. Sing, rejoice, and give thanks.
0: Praise the Lord upon the harp. Sing to the harp with a psalm of thanksgiving.
1: With trumpets also in shalms, O oh, show yourselves joyful before the Lord, the King.
0: Let the sea make a noise, and all that therein is, the round world, and they that dwell therein.
1: Let the floods clap their hands, and let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he is come to judge the earth.
0: With righteousness shall he judge the world, and the peoples with equity.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Here beginneth the 17th verse of the 5th chapter of the book of Daniel. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be for yourself, and give your rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing to the king, and make known to him the interpretation. O king, the Most High God, gave Nebuchadnezzar, your father, a kingdom and majesty, glory and honor. And because of the majesty that he gave him, all peoples, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whomever he wished, he executed. Whomever he wished, he kept alive whomever he wished he set up and whomever he wished he put down but when his heart was lifted up and his spirit was hardened in pride he was deposed from his kingly throne and they took his glory from him then he was driven from the sons of men his heart was made like the beasts and his dwelling was with the wild donkeys they fed him with grass like oxen and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till he knew that the most high god rules in the kingdom of men And appoints over it whomever he chooses but you his son belshazzar have not humbled your heart although you knew all of this and you have lifted yourself up against the lord of heaven they have brought the vessels of his house before you and you and your lords your wives and your concubines have drunk wine from them and you have praised the gods of silver and gold bronze and iron wood and stone which do not see or hear or know and the god who holds your breath in his hand and owns all your ways you have not glorified then the fingers of the hand were sent from him and this writing was written and this is the inscription that was written mene mene tekel a this is the interpretation of each word mene god has numbered your kingdom and finished it tekel you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting Perez, your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then Belshazzar gave the command, and they clothed Daniel with purple and put a chain of gold around his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, king of the Chaldeans, was slain. Here endeth the first lesson.
0: Another magnificat.
1: Here begin at the 13th verse of the 25th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. And after some days, King Agrippa and Bernice came to Caesarea to greet Festus. When they had been there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a certain man left a prisoner by Felix, about whom the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me when I was in Jerusalem, asking for a judgment against him. To them i answered it is not the custom of the romans to deliver any man to destruction before the accused meets the accusers face to face and has opportunity to answer for himself concerning the charge against him therefore when they had come together without any delay the next day i sat on the judgment seat and commanded the man to be brought in when the accusers stood up they brought no accusation against him of such things as i supposed but had some questions against him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who had died, whom Paul affirmed to be alive. And because I was uncertain of such questions, I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there be judged concerning these matters. But when Paul appealed to be reserved for the decision of Augustus, I commanded him to be kept till I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I also would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. So the next day, when Agrippa and Bernice had come with great pomp and had entered the auditorium with the commanders and the prominent men of the city, at Festus's command, Paul was brought in. And Festus said, King Agrippa and all the men who are here present with us, you see this man about whom the whole assembly of the Jews petitioned me, both at Jerusalem and here, crying out that he was not fit to live any longer. But when I found out that he had committed nothing deserving of death and that he himself had appealed to Augustus, I decided to send him. I have nothing certain to write to my lord concerning him. Therefore, I have brought him out before you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after the examination has taken place, I may have something to write. For it seems to me unreasonable to send a prisoner and not to specify the charges against him. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: Together, to nuke the on page 28. Lord, now let us, thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And do thy ministers with righteousness.
1: And make thy chosen people joyful.
0: O Lord, save thy people.
1: And bless thine inheritance.
0: Give peace in our time, O Lord.
1: For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, may clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: Lord of all power and might, who art the author and giver of all good things. Graft in our hearts the love of thy name, increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and of thy great mercy keep us in the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies may pass our time and rest in rest and quietness through the merits of jesus christ our savior amen lighten our darkness we beseech thee o lord and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only son our savior jesus christ amen good evening good saturday evening to you uh, last last uh, our last service in the week of Trinity Seven. So I see a theme tonight in our in our passages, and, and it's the machinations of two men, uh, specifically Belshazzar and Festus. And um, machinations is a word that means to plot or scre- or scheme and it usually has a negative, um, let's say, connotation when, when it's used. So Belshazzar's theme was to sponsor a feat as the Persians were planning their attack against his, his uh, city. The king had the holy items ransacked from the Hebrews, bought to drink wine from. So they are aware of the Persians' and Medes' military plans, but feel safe locked up in their city, safe enough to take the holy items of God and drink wine from them. So we wonder, um, how did, if he was locked up in his city and was willing to give Daniel to make him third in the kingdom, um, how did the um, attackers surprise these Chaldeans? So there's a tradition that the Medes dammed up the river, and as the river was lowered, the water level lowered. It allowed them to access some of the tunnels and entered the city and went directly into the palace where they were. Uh, they killed Belshazzar's guard and Belshazzar himself. So the gold chain and the and the purple robe they, robe they put on Daniel, as he said in a previous passage, wasn't worth much because it wasn't going to last long. So interesting uh, the the uh, contra- contradiction or the or the contrast between Nebuchadnezzar who was humbled by God, learned his lesson, and he acknowledged, he as we read the other night, the ultimate kingship of the God of Israel, and then was restored to his throne. And Belshazzar, on the other hand, he learned nothing from his grandfather's example and blasphemes against God and, and his kingdom is given to others. So it's interesting, um, some things about the handwriting on the wall. I don't know if... Um, if you were aware of this or not. I, I for years I couldn't figure out what the heck that all meant. And so in a way it's a play on verbs and noun nouns. And Daniel through the Holy Spirit is able to read the writing. And he does so he supplies some fowls in different ways. First so it he sees words that are nouns and then he sees them as verbs. So um the first one the mene is equivalent to the Jewish Mina or um shekel. And um and tekel is equivalent to a shekel and parson meaning half pieces. So the, it's kind of a word play on a name the Persians, which was paris or paris, suggesting not only that they are to inherit Belshazzar's kingdom, but they are two peoples, Medes and Persians. So Daniel then interprets the words as verbs based on their roots, many interpreted as meaning numbered. So we had it was, it meant money and also numbered. Um, tekel from a root meaning to weigh um, as meaning weighed, and it was found wanting. And Paris is the um, singular form of Parson, which means to divide. So it means that it was um, he was weighed, found wanting, and and they were going to divide the kingdom. So it wasn't some uh, uh, unknown magical language necessarily, but it, the the Chaldeans had no idea what it was, and you and I wouldn't have known it even if we had studied Hebrew, because you would have had to know all that. I just thought that was interesting, and I don't know if that's going to help us spiritually or not, but it was just interesting to to, to read that. So we go to Acts, and Festus, who I mentioned yesterday, was not long in his post. He was going to be there about two years before he, um, he his, um I guess, uh, attitude gets him uh, removed. So he's caught between a rock and a hard spot here. He has to send Paul to Rome, thanks Felix for leaving Paul for me to handle, because Paul had appealed to Caesar, but he couldn't send Paul to Caesar without charges written up. And he didn't understand the Jewish versus Christian dispute. So being the connivory his, he invites the the notorious King Agrippa, who's an expert in Jewish matters. And so Agrippa and his sister, who's also his consort, Bernice, um, and um, I was thinking about the moral compass they both had. It didn't point north in any way, and alley cat was more of what um, I could think of, but they arrive and Festus looks for a way to rid himself of his problem. So he tells him it seems unreasonable to send a prisoner and not specify the charges against him. And he used the word unreasonable, but it would have been a career suicide for him to do that. So he he's trying to figure out a way around and out of this. And the first thing he tried was to send Paul back to Jerusalem. So we remember that God's God is powerful here, not Festus, not uh, Belshazzar, and and God's will is being played out in both of these passages. And the men of seeming power are not really, they have no power. Power is just an illusion for men, and only God has the power. So I kind of want to turn back to our psalms, because they start with pleas to sing a song to the Lord, a new song to the Lord, and they end with the promise of the arrival of his presence and his righteous judgment. For he is coming to judge the earth with righteousness. He shall judge the world and the peoples with his truth. And so that's what what is uh, important for us to remember, that with, no matter what situation we're in, God is in charge, and our job is to hang on and be steadfast and faithful. And if we do that, then we're following his will. So just a few thoughts there, probably more than, probably as many as it seemed like there. Let's move to the intercession on page 590, and we'll wrap it up with that. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks to Rochelle for helping us to help me co-lead tonight. Um, Have a great Saturday night, everybody, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the 8th Sunday in Trinity. Thank you, Deacon. Have a good
1: night, everybody. Thank you.